Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. This is Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen Price. It's been a banner year for rainfall in Northern California. After six years of drought, our reservoirs are brimming with water. The state's snowpack is among the biggest on record. And at least I have moved from thinking, oh great, rain, we need it, to uh, another wet day. For listener Teresa Halula, however, all this wet weather has her thinking about something a little mysterious that only shows up when conditions are just right. She asked Bay Curious, how can we find out more about the mushrooms that pop up in the area? They are everywhere. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. KQD science reporter Leslie McClurg is here to take us through Mushroom 101. Hey, Leslie. Hello. Yeah, Teresa is right. Fungi are literally everywhere this winter, you know, from front yards to deep in the forest. And wait, is it fungi or fungi? It's fungi. Okay, fungi. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I learned that from experts recently where I went out on a on a hunt with them, what I would call a hunt, what they would call a foray. I'm in surf territory up above the beach town of Pacifica in the more foresty part of town. Brennan Wink Riley's footsteps sink into the squishy ground. He brushes aside leaves with his feet, staring intently down at the ground. Wenk says this year's bounty is huge, even for a wet year. So on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd probably give it like a 12. Wenk is the president of the Mycological Society of San Francisco and a self-described mushroom nerd. Ah, chanterelle. Wenk picks a drippy squash-colored trumpet. Ta-da! He brushes off the prized mushroom and sniffs its nutty aroma. Then he adds it to a paper bag filled with many varieties. Next, he begins looking under logs and around the bases of trees, because mushrooms often have a symbiotic relationship with trees. Some big ones back here. 
Wang points to a white egg-shaped mushroom called a death cap. It looks harmless, like a white button that you buy at the grocery store. But in December, the state poison control system got more calls than ever when people ate them by accident. Thankfully, no one died, but they probably had an uncomfortable night of stomach cramps, maybe some vomiting or diarrhea. Even though many varieties, like death caps, are everywhere this season, there are some varieties that foragers haven't seen at all, and scientists aren't totally sure why. I would say we we know maybe a fraction of what we should or could know. The part we see and eat, the cap, is only the tip of a much bigger organism. The main body of the mushroom actually grows and feeds underground. Think of the cap as the apple on an apple tree. It's the pretty fruit supported by the tree limbs, the trunk, and the roots. Underground, there's a thin network called mycelium that expands like cobwebs threading through the dirt. So if caps don't surface, scientists won't know a mushroom body exists unless they take lots and lots of soil samples. And this unpredictable nature, the kind of mystery of mushrooms, is part of what hooks foragers. Mushroom hunting becomes a really grandiose hobby for people. Sounds like quite an adventure. How many mushrooms did you guys find up there anyway? I would say almost a dozen different varieties. We saw some that look like slim human ears, maybe. Mm. We saw others that look like strange sea anemones. Wenk told me that the forest is literally so flush with mushrooms this year that on some forays or hunts, they would go out and they would just get tired of picking them. So even people who love mushrooms are tapping out, saying, I've had enough. Exactly, which apparently is really quite rare. You know, usually you have to hunt really hard to find mushrooms. But this year's conditions have just been ideal. Right, with lots and lots of moisture. Lots of moisture, exactly. <laughs> um, but also the light has been ideal. The temperature has been ideal. Mushrooms, you can't really have it be too hot or too cold. And so tell me, what kind of mushrooms are you guys out there looking for? So some of the most popular wild varieties are chanterelles, oysters, kokora, king trumpets. But let's talk about those non-edible ones, too, the death caps you mentioned. I think that's what keeps me from trying to forage myself. Yeah, there are literally lots of varieties that can kill you. And what's really scary is they look just like other ones. You know, like the death cap looks like the white button. So it can be confusing and you want to make sure you're out there with an expert or take the mushrooms back and get an expert to consult with. I think I'll stick to the farmer's market for now. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely not alone. In fact, mushroom popularity is skyrocketing. Uh, commercial production is up about 25% from about a decade ago. I learned that while I was at a commercial farm just south of Santa Cruz. So we're now in a portobello room. Matt Fuller works for Monterey Mushrooms. It's the largest mushroom farm in North America. And they produce 120,000 pounds of mushrooms every day. But their entire crop is really just one species, the button mushroom. There's the white button. Cremini is the brown version. And the portobello is the grown-up version. And they grow about an inch and a half every day. So they're growing actually right in front of your eyes. Fuller says he can't keep up with demand from consumers. And the same is true just down the road at Far West Fungi, run by John Garone. We grow mostly shiitakes. We grow five different types of tree oysters. We also grow two medicinal types of mushrooms, which are reishi mushrooms and turkey tail mushrooms. The farm overlooks Monterey Bay. The mushrooms thrive in the region's temperate weather. And Garone expects business to keep thriving, partly because mushrooms are sustainable. 
Mushrooms grow on throwaway products like toxic sludge, wood chips, even manure. When you look at a product that's high in protein and that can substitute meat that's made out of waste products, it makes sense as a, as a future food product. The organisms recycle and then decompose organic matter, turning it into edible protein. Hmm. I have to admit, I think of mushrooms for their buttery or sweet flavor, but not always for their nutritional value. They're actually packed with a lot of really good stuff. I was surprised. They contain, like I said, protein, vitamins, trace minerals, some key amino acids. Mm-hmm. Um, they're even being promoted right now as a superfood because they can boost your immune system, uh, help you fight viruses, fend off allergies, and researchers are studying these claims. Though isn't it true that Asian cultures have been using mushrooms as medicine for a really long time? Yeah, it's actually an ancient practice in many Asian cultures. And when I was foraging with Wenk, he ate a mushroom that's used in Chinese medicine to boost the immune system. It was this exotic turkey tail, which literally looks like the name. It looks like an exotic, beautiful turkey tail. Wow. Did he say how it tasted? Well, he was chewing on it pretty vigorously. He called it mushroom bubblegum because you actually chew on it just to release the juices. You don't actually swallow it. And here's what he had to say. A slight hint of coconut to me. It's even worse than rubber. It'd be like chewing on a sole of a shoe. Mushroom bubblegum. Anything for our health, right? Exactly. Anything for our health. KQD science reporter Leslie McClurg, thank you so much for the lesson in mushrooms. Where can people learn more? Um, I would recommend probably the San Francisco uh, webpage for the Mycological Society. There's a wealth of information there. And you can also get a close-up view of those death caps on our website. We have a video of them at baycurious.org. Special thanks to Teresa Halula, who asked this week's question. And we just put up a new voting round on baycurious.org. So just head over and help us decide what we should investigate next. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks.